1: Here's a little something extra from the Young Crowns Cafe to get you through until the next regularly scheduled episode of our podcast. Today, we're going to start a series about the four physical elements of air, fire, water, and earth. However, we're going to start with the element of water. Because for us, it's the time of the season of Samhain, the times of the flows of connection where we seem to have a greater affinity for working with the element of water during this season of the year. The element of water is most associated with the colors of blue aqua or silk and the direction of west and the time of twilight. The three water signs of the zodiac include Cancer, Scorpio, and Pisces. It is also traditionally associated with the suit of cups in a tarot deck, because obviously you can put liquid in cups, And the traditional witchcraft tools include chalices and cauldrons, which, of course, you can fill with water or any other liquid you happen to need. When you think about water, it has a natural ebb and flow to it, and it also has the ability to flow around, over, under and through things to get to its goal. It really doesn't let anything stand in its way. So there's a witchcraft phrase about spell work, to know, to dare, to will, and to keep silent. So, obviously, water is often associated with will, the idea that you need to put your own thoughts, feelings, and desires into something and will it into existence. Most notably, water deals with basic understanding, personal spirituality, and of course, psychic abilities along with that flow. It is possible to collect water for various types of spell work if you choose to do so. Most common, of course, would be moon water, where you can put it under the light of any phase of the moon that you choose and go forth and let it sit there overnight and then collect the energy of that particular type of moon to use in a spell. It can be used to power a spell. It can also be used to bless or cleanse something, charge a particular tool, or even power a spell itself, like I said. The next most common type of water often collected is rainwater. Really simple, because all you have to do is stick a jar outside when it's raining, and lo and behold, you have collected rainwater. Rainwater is often associated with spells for growth. And is often used for scrying. Another type of water that's easy to collect when you think about it is the opposite of moon water or sun water, where you set your jar outside in the sun during any particular phase of the day. This kind of water is often good for creativity or for protection. On the other hand, you can think about collecting snow water. It can be used to unthaw a situation because it melts, or literally, as a transformational spell, because when you think about it, you're changing the state from water, or excuse me, from snow to ice to water as it melts. You can also choose to collect storm water. However, don't watch, stand outside with your jar and risk being struck by lightning. Just let it collect. The storm water is often great for strengthening a spell or times when you might need little, little an extra boost of courage in your life. You could also collect river water which is often associated with breaking through or moving on, seawater, if you happen to live near an ocean, which is great for cleansing when you think about it because it's full of salt, naturally. You can also collect spring water, lake water, even well water if you happen to have access to any of these. Finally, even swamp water has its uses in terms of keeping things away from you or erecting a barrier between yourself and something else. The important thing to think about is that you make sure you label these jars with what type of water it is and when and where you collected it, so that you know what you're using later. Because it's similar to herbs. It's very difficult to just tell different kinds of water apart unless you have very vastly different jars. And even then, it's best not to rely on your memory of which jar you collected what particular type of water in. So until our next episode, I wish you mercy and reverence in all things. It looks like the coffee cups are empty for this week. We hope you join us again next Tuesday. But you can find us at our website, to That's the number two, Young
0: Crohn's. We'd love to have you join our growing online Discord community. Check out our new Patreon presence. Just look for Young Crohn's Cafe. Through Patreon, you'll be able to make it to our Discord. We are also Young Crohn's Cafe on Twitter and Facebook.
1: Until then, remember, we are witches who work with energies to affect change.
0: We are believers in both immanent and transcendent divine.
1: We are celebrants of the passage of the solar and lunar cycles.
0: We are hedge walkers who pass back and forth between the worlds of the magical and the mundane.
1: We are seekers of knowledge,
0: and we are walkers of a spiritual tradition we call the path. So mote it be. So mote it be.